I'd rather listen to his podcast, huh? Dude, it's educational. And besides, I've been wanting to listen to this one. Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. Before we begin, just want to remind you to like, subscribe, follow wherever you listen to us so you don't miss any episodes or bonus stuff that we do. I'm Sandra. I'm Carly. And help, we can't stop ranking things, guys. <laughs> it's becoming a legitimate serious problem now. So I'm just, because we're so fucking professional and prepared, I just, I know it will be out by the time this episode goes out, but couple of weeks ago it'll be a couple of weeks ago for you guys we uh released our favorite sam and dean incarnations the sam and dean eras tour because sandra is secretly a swifty even if she won't admit it and at the (laughs) end of that episode we said you know we should swap lists we should we should rank each other's like i should rank deans and sandra should rank sam's because help we can't stop ranking (laughs) these guys (laughs) seriously it's becoming a problem we've ranked hair We've ranked episodes. We've ranked the best of the best and the worst of the worst of those episodes. And we've ranked Sam's and Dean's, you know, and we have more ranking episodes planned as well. So yeah. I hope you're not bored of us ranking shit. <laughs> but we traded lists and then Sandra hid her list from me because apparently <laughs> I'm five and I can't be fucking trusted. But so all that to say, we haven't seen each other's rankings. We both have like all of the tabs open so we can compare... I can compare my ranking of Dean to Sandra's rankings of Dean's and vice versa. And because it's been literally like a week since we recorded the last one, maybe two, we remember who went first last time and it was Sandra with her favorite Dean's. (laughs) So I'm going to go first to keep the trend of Dean being ranked first, basically. Mm -hmm. So you may now enter the Google Doc, Sandra. Okay. I've got them side by side now. (laughs) Okay. So I've got them. Okay. So when Sandra ranked her Dean's, she had... 22 different incarnations of Dean and then put a little note at the bottom that went, I missed some. Mm-hmm. So I took into account Sandra's missed Deans and I will flag them up when they come up. Okay. But we're going to go bottom to top, least favorite Dean to favorite Dean. So coming in at number 24 for me is Heaven Dean. It is uh, my absolute least favorite for contrast, it ranked in 21 on Sandra's list, so we both put it really close to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Heaven Dean, pre-Sam, he's clearly just restless and uncomfortable. It's not quite right with his brother. I hate to see it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of episodes with the, there's a lot of issues with the final episode that we won't get back into, but it's just, you know, it looks like someone's chopped his arm off, you know. There's just they're so very rarely apart, but it's it glares all the more obvious. Mm. when they are mm-hmm. so pre-sam dean in heaven just made me sad and then when sam actually does appear it's too little too late it's mm-hmm. the, all all my goodwill is gone by then because by the time sam does appear we've had to live sam's awful fucking life without his brother you know and mm-hmm. i'm sure it wasn't all awful but like it was sad you know yeah the scene in the garage if you chop it off so you don't see that wig the scene in the garage where she gets into the Impala just hurts my soul. It's too little, too late by the time Sam, by the time they're reunited, all my goodwill is gone. So gotcha. that's number 24. Number 23 <laughs> is Amnesiac Dean from the episode regarding Dean. Now, Sandra ranked this as number seven. Mm. We have different feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we absolutely do. I think. 
I think I made my feelings on this episode pretty clear the last time uh, that we we ranked well, when Sandra was ranking Dean's herself. I have a lot of feelings around loss of memories and forgetting people. So, you know, as much as I can applaud Jensen's incredible acting in this episode, the mirror scene just, it breaks me. I hate it so, so, so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry to Runaway Dreamer. I'm sorry to Sandra. I'm sorry to everyone that, you know, has has a real hard-on for Dean forgetting who he is. And, oh, it's cute. He's like a child. No, it's fucking sad is what it is. It's sad, guys. Sad. I don't like it. Number 22 is what Sandra named these Deans, by the way. I didn't change the names of any of them. So it's it's giving up Dean. And this is kind of towards, like, the middle of season 15, when he's just he's just done, mm-hmm. you know he just cannot keep up the fight anymore. So Sandra ranked this quite high, uh, quite low rather. This was actually Sandra's least favorite dean. This was twenty two on her list. Yeah, and for me, it it just it just hurts. You know, he's he's remained resilient for fifteen seasons. No matter what happened, they were going to have taken on together, and then he pulls a gun on Sam. In all seriousness. Not that I think there's a jokey way to pull a gun on someone. Don't do that. But, yeah. you know, like he very seriously, his like resilience is broken to such a point that he is willing to go to those lengths. And it, it just, it just hurts. It really does. My 21 is Dean from the Winchesters. So this came in 20 for Sandra. So we're not too far apart. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything against, I don't have anything against this Dean. Like it's, you know, it's, it's fine. It's just a little bit too much like self-insert hero for me. You know, he's like, like he narrates over the, over the episodes. And then he's just like, you know, comes in at the end with his freaking car and saves the day. And I just, to be honest, I think it's my, my general dislike of the Winchesters TV show that kind of puts this Dean so low for me. You feel like there were little bits of the show? Because I feel like when we did watch some of it, like there were some things that I think we did like about the show. Do you think there's just like the other stuff that we don't like just overshadows it now? Because I mean, I remember some parts of it, like I think just maybe it's because like you kind of felt like you got to be back in the world of the Winchesters, but then they kind of pulled out, pulled the rug out from under. It's like, but no, but by the way, that's not what you've been watching situation, you know, and- a it lot sta- of the it started out flight of hand yeah. stuff that I kind of like they made us they made me anyway. I was trying to put too much thought into a lot of the stuff that was going on and then it ended up not really not really mattering. Mm. And I think that kind of like sours me now looking back at it. But I remember being really excited seeing him. Um Yeah, same. I do. Yeah. And I the way the I'll try not to. I mean, I've already spoiled it by saying that Dean Dean is in the Winchesters. Mm-hmm. I'll try not to spoil the actual ending completely, but the way it all shook out, I was quite impressed with things that had happened that seemed very innocuous at the start of the season became very important at the end of the season. And again, mm-hmm. you know, I was I was not sad to see Dean Winchester on screen again. I was not sad to see Baby on screen again. It just uh, the Winchesters have lost a lot of my goodwill by the time we got to the end. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. the fact that Dean didn't appear till the end yeah. kind of lumps him in with that, really. So number 20 is post-Hell Dean, so season four Dean. 
He's high. He's, he's eight from in mine. Yeah. He's eight. Mm-hmm. Can you keep an eye on yours so I don't mm-hmm. have to switch yeah. back and forth with Docs? Yeah. That's amazing. So yeah, Sandra ranked this Dean eight. And I actually, I really struggled making this list because, I mean, stand on me. I'm a Sam model. I pay more attention to Sam. I'm mm-hmm. really sorry, guys. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> no, and yeah. I, I do pay more attention to Sam. So I actually find it very difficult to not view these incarnations of Dean through the lens of Sam mm-hmm. and actually just give Dean the attention because I'm, you know, sort of like separate Sam from him and not be like, oh, I don't like this Dean because of the effect it has on Sam. Right. Yeah. So this this one was this was really quite difficult because season four is a very Sam Ruby heavy season and that's kind of the main plot line and Dean's kind of post help PTSD gets kind of shoved to the side and Sam is quite cruel about mm. it but it's it had it, it couldn't have gone any higher than this because when I take out everything about Sam he's going through so much shit and it's not even really being given attention because the focus is on oh my god Sam's a junkie Sam's doing this Sam's doing that you know Mm. Um, and this features and when we rank top acting moments of Jared and Jensen this this scene will will certainly be very high for me one of the most heartbreaking scenes it's up there with Dean catching Sam's body in All Hell Breaks Loose 1 in Dean crying over Sam's body in All Hell Breaks Loose 2 you know that Michael's perfect here moment of I wish I couldn't feel a damn thing. Yeah. Is ju- it slays me every time. So as much as I really do enjoy post-held Dean that tortures Alistair, I can't. He's hurting so bad. I it's so it. interesting hearing you say how, like, you know, post-held Dean is overshadowed by Sam and Ruby. I, like, as a person that focuses of course, like how you say Nike and your focus is more Sam. Like I, I don't get that watching the season. Oh, really? I I just, I don't, I almost feel like, I I feel like they take, they take turns with focusing on it the way they normally do in supernatural with like, we know when they try to do plot lines, you know, like crisscrossing over each other and stuff like that. So I Hmm. didn't, I didn't get that. I felt like it was more, and I guess maybe if you go into like season six and how there's like that mystery going on with Sam, kind of like that mystery with what happened to Dean. And then once it gets sort of like exposed and there's a little bit of focus on that, but then yes, it goes back to what's going on with Sam, with Ruby, what decisions he's making. So I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily feel that, but I think that's just because of where we're focusing. I think really, mm. probably primarily, yeah. In See, in like, the episodes and what's going on, I kind of I think maybe it's like if you like you know when you sum up the ep- the seasons really quickly. So like mm-hmm. season three is Dean after his deal, you know, mm-hmm. and the the season is very heavy on on all the ways they're trying to get Dean out of right, his deal. Right. Well, I view season four as the Sam and Ruby season. Okay, so maybe it's just maybe it's just in my mind that Dean's kind of stuff gets pushed to the side but mm-hmm. think of like snapshots of each season so obviously season four is sam and ruby and the demon blood season five is trying to stop lucifer season six is soulless mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. 
nine is Mark of Cain, season 10 is Demon Dean. And it's the, these these storylines can only be a few episodes, but that's what sticks in my head. Okay. So yeah. that's yeah. why. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But it just, it's not seen, it just breaks my heart. Yeah. It breaks Absolutely. my heart. Sex one, I, I can already hear Sandra laughing. Where did, where did this rank on your list, Sandra? Just before I reveal it. Well, this is 14. I'm honestly, I didn't think you would even include it. Like, I thought you weren't even going to like include it in. I thought you were going to take it out. Say like, nope. No, I was, no, I was ranking your deans. I, I know, but still, I thought you were going to be like, hmm. no, <laughs> I refuse. No, this, <laughs> this made the cut on your list. So no, I did think it's you number 19 that. for me. It's Scooby Natural. I fucking hate that episode. Why We've gone through it so it, many like, times. Worse down the line. <laughs> Because nothing bad happens. I just don't like the episode. You know, like the ones that are lower than this is because it's bad. Okay. I mean, maybe I could have swapped this with the Winchesters, but it's irrelevant. I gotcha. I gotcha. It's, uh, it, it came in bottom of the pack. Okay. So, Fair enough. Uh, number 18 is, and again, Sandra named these. I didn't name these. And she could, she could throw me under the bus for my naming of Sam's as well. It's fine. Yeah. <sighs> It's Mary Returns, Dean. So yeah, where was that was for you, It was number four for me. Oh, oh my God. It's 18 for me. Mm-hmm. So I obviously ranked Sam after Mary Returns, but my feelings towards Mary and Dean are different to my feelings towards Mary and Sam, and I don't I don't see them, see the, see the interactions the same. I can't see it as a Dean that is happy to have his mum back. I see him as a child craving something, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily characterise it as love because I don't think Dean has, well, you know. Overall, I think Dean is secure in his love from Sam. That He's not. You know, and especially by the time we get to this, which is like season 12, mm-hmm. I don't think he's doubting Sam's love towards him anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily think it's love, but it's um stability, maybe an adultier adult. You know, here is someone that's gonna come and take, take the care burden of everything of responsibility yeah. from mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here is an adultier adult that is going to, you know, she's going to come in and she's going to parent him and parent Sam and maybe Dean can take a breath mm. for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all I can see. I can't see Dean genuinely enthusiastic. Like, oh my God, I got my mum back. I just mm. see this 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 little boy mm-hmm. desperate for somebody to come and tell him that it's okay and they've got this. And then she fucking leaves anyway. <laughs> so fuck her, right? Yeah. Don't like this, okay? Okay. Don't like it. Okay. Number 17 is Mark of Cain, Dean. This is just Um, getting worse. (laughs) Where did you rank Mark of Cain, Dean? It was five. It was five. Oh, my God. There you go. What is this? My bottom is your top (laughs) 2.0. I don't, again, I don't have anything against Mark of Cain, Dean. I have written enough things that are bloody and violent to say that when the boys are bloody and violent that is some of my favorite places to be with them it just went on too long mm. it dragged on for like a season and a half mm-hmm. you know and I, I was bored of it by the end mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. really was like they did some good stuff like i think 
like the sort of like when they when he's cured from being a demon and then he gets kidnapped by that weird fancy rich family and they're gonna start cutting limbs off him or whatever and he's like yeah. mm, you won't like it I'll I'll die and then I'll wake up with black eyes and then you're all gonna be sorry like that was cool that mm-hmm. was cool it was like this almost the slow burn in season nine it was like oh the mark of Cain is building is building mm-hmm. so, not a fan yeah. so it just went on just went on too long I lost effect for me. So I, I can hear Sandra crying over this one. No, because I, well, I mean, I, I kind of see it too, just with like the Mark of Cain stuff too. I feel like season nine kind of suffered a little bit with too much going on too. So I think like they, they didn't know where to, when that was going to like take center stage and it kind of like felt dragging on, like, what are they doing with this? And then all of a sudden, so I could see that. I could see that. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see your side of it. I'm still gonna my my story tire, but I can see your side of it. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's fine. That's yeah. fine. He 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 do look good in bloodshed. I will fully give you that. He did. He does. He does. So my number sixteen is season three, Demon Dean, which is just one episode mm-hmm. whose name Sandra will provide for you because I dream a little dream. Yes, dream a yeah. little dream. Where did where did you rank this one? Eighteen. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, at least mm-hmm. they made the cut. Yeah. It's middle of the road for me. It's, mm-hmm. I don't have any real attachment to the episode. I don't even remember the name of it. I remember the scene and it's it's middle of the road. It's there mostly for Jensen's acting skill. It's very difficult to act against yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and he absolutely fucking nailed it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that'll yeah. do. Number 15 is uh, Post Purgatory Dean. Where was that one for you, Sandra? Number 10. Yeah. Number 10. But my, my reasons were just for how hot he is. <laughs> See, look, I actually, again, this was another one where I struggled to separate. I struggled to see Dean's actions as just Dean's actions and not through the lens of how they affected Sam. Mm-hmm. But the thing, the thing that stands out to me most is that Dean lies in the church and that I hate that. And I mean, we could we could sit and argue until the cows come home. We really meant it, you know, blah 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 blah. But like, it's impact versus intent, isn't it? He, Dean can say, "I will never put anything before you, past or present. There is never anything I would put before you." To Sam, when Sam is willing to die to close the gate of hell, mm-hmm. but he did. It was all over in his actions, you know. Mm-hmm. And he behaved like that because he was pissed that Sam didn't look for him when he was in purgatory. So his response was to ice Sam out, you mm-hmm. know, and replace mm-hmm. him. And then to stand there at the end and go, there's nothing I would put in front of you. It's a lie. Mm. Uh, whether Dean believes it or not, to Sam's ears, it, it's a lie. And I can't, I tried really hard to separate that and just look at post-purgatory Dean and the trauma bond that, must have been forged with Benny, mm-hmm. you know, in purgatory. But that was all I could see and all I could think of that he lied, mm. you know. And I mean, it's middle of the road. So I, I think this is probably one of the last times that Sam truly abandoned him, I guess, you know, and willfully didn't, you know, he willfully didn't look for him. Mm. So, you know, maybe he's not quite as secure in his love as he is, you know, when Mary comes back later down the line. But I just, I I just can't see past that scene. I tried real hard guys. I'm sorry. See, it's just so interesting too. Cause like when we talk about the lying and stuff, like the one thing I just keep going back to too, 
I think it's in season nine. All the time, Sam was like, you know, no, I would totally like, you know, I'd let you, I'd let you kill yourself for, for whatever. And, you know, and then he's like, you know, the very end, like, you know, I was lying and he was like, you know, wait. and you know, Dean's like, you know, ain't that a bitch. I, I just, the boys do not know. <laughs> no. Communication is just, not good. <laughs> it's just not good. Yeah. If they could just fucking talk to each other. Yeah. 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 God. Okay. So, yeah. Number 14 for me is Dean Smith. I have no real attachment to the episode. He's cute in his own way. I think I've recently found out that the outfit that that um Dean Smith wears it's a is a Ken costume. It's a Ken yeah. costume. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I didn't know. Yeah. Um cuz I wasn't Yeah. I think I probably did play with Barbies, but I definitely didn't play with Ken dolls. Yeah. Um and my, that was number here. 13. For me, so kind of, know. kind of similar. Similar, yeah. similar. Yeah, we're both just like, no, it's fine. You know, yeah, he's cute. I like, you know, oh, that fucking shirt is horrendous, but I, <laughs> you know, I like the characterization. I uh-huh. like, you know, save it for the health club, pal. Yeah, it's it's cute. You know, yeah, you can't not include it because it is an incarnation of Dean. But I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have any strong feelings either way about it, really. Okay. Uh, number thirteen, Enverse Dean. So again, this is just. Just the one episode, the end in uh, season five. Yep. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mine, I yeah. was 16 on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm um, a big fan of Rough and Ready Dean. Uh, you know, it's cute. I like the scene, um, you know, when <laughs> when it's Dean versus Dean, tell me something only I would know. Like I'm a fan. I've read some fics that feature um, Enverse Dean and, and mm. regular Dean that have been quite spectacular. <laughs> uh, but I don't I don't have any real attachment or interest in this episode. It features white suits to Amifer, and you know how I feel about that. So <laughs> that's it ranked there. Uh, number, number 12 is Domestic Dean. So early season 16 when he is with Lisa. Where was that for you, Sandra? 17. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Like, don't get me wrong. I like seeing Dean live an apple pie life, but it's so token and yeah. hollow. That yeah. I can't unsee that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's lucky it's this far down. Yeah. 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 So, number 11 is post demon deal, post demon deal, Dean. So, season three. Dean who gives zero fucks is freaking awesome. Okay. Yeah. I know that there's I know that there's a whole lot of angst in that season, you know, but I like Dean's made his choice and he's resolute in that. And it's Sam that's trying to, you know, figure it out in certain ways. But Dean's just like, no, this is fine. I'll, this is my cause. I'll die for it. Doesn't mm. give a fuck. Speeding down the road in the Impala, singing Bon Jovi. That's fucking sweet. That is how I would live my life. Mm. That's awesome. So yeah. I rated him nine. Yeah. Mm, similar, yeah. similar then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So number 10 for me was Amara Dean, which was, I don't particularly have any strong feelings either way towards the darkness as a, you know, as a big bad or anything like that. But it was, it was interesting to see Dean powerless. Mm. It's so very rarely happens. And it was interesting to see him be so resolute in wanting to defeat 
this villain but being unable to actually act towards it and it gave me very similar vibes to oh, i forget what the episode's called it, the the he had sex with the witch lydia and she had the baby emma and then emma came to the motel room and she's like hi i'm your daughter i'm here to kill you i feel and like dean it was is, called slice girls i that think might be it. Yeah. yeah but dean is frozen and it mm-hmm. is sam that shoots her and they draw back to when dean killed amy um the mm-hmm. whatever fucking hell she was um mm. you know and it's like sometimes one of us isn't going to be able to do a thing but that's okay because the other one will do it you know mm-hmm. but obviously yeah. this was this was a big bad villain that sam also couldn't take on by himself but it was just yeah I, I, it's it's interesting the way you've got yeah. you've labeled it powerless because i think i was 15 with this and i was like you know seeing dean confused and enraptured was very interesting you know like in that way of not seeing him mm. so different like same same thread situation yeah. yeah it was just i i just i thought it was an interesting character study because we so very rarely see the boys in positions where they cannot defend themselves mm-hmm. you know we see them as the underdog quite a lot but they always have something but he was literally powerless he mm-hmm. physically could not strike against it even when he wanted to yeah you know and as sandra says you play into like the the sort of the arousal and things like that as well i thought it was really interesting interesting character study Mm -hmm. yeah so uh number nine leviathan dean all right fucking shoot me i love leviathan jesters i fully do leviathan sam i think rank really high on my list i just i just really i just really like him really sorry I'm really sorry. And that's that's from the episode. I think it's slash fiction. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I just throw out the bar. I just like, you know, in his heart, he really believes this is better than sex. You know, I just, <laughs> I, I love it. I love Leviathan Chesters. I fully do. It was 19 uh, for me. 19, was it really? Yeah. Sandra yeah. is not attached to um, Sam's Dom voice, apparently. <laughs> But we'll see, actually. We'll see, because uh, she's got Leviathan Sam to rank. So, number eight. This one did not feature yeah. on Sandra's original list because she forgot. <laughs> she forgot this Sam existed, and this Dean existed until uh, after we'd done the thing. So, it's Dean from Rocky's Bar, which is when he is possessed by Michael, and Rocky's Bar, stop me if I'm wrong, Sandra. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. You said Michael, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So Rocky's bar is the kind of um, dream that mm-hmm. Michael has concocted to keep Dean mm-hmm. quiet, and you know, and Pamela's there, and you know they're like doing shots, and like every so often <laughs> Dean gets to leap over the bar and like behead a vampire, and it happens loads of times, and I genuinely never get sick of seeing Jensen leap over a bar. Yeah, I don't um, know why I forgot this because it would have been so high. <laughs> like yeah. This. And I just, I love, as much as, you know, there's all the inherent problems with angel possession, I love that this is Dean's version of normal life. I want this for him. I, You know, I want him to have a bar that he runs with friends and, you know, maybe they kill monsters sometimes and maybe they just pound shots and they're just having a good fucking time, you know? Yeah. yeah. I I want this for Dean. It's interesting, also, though, because this is technically like an amnesiac Dean. <laughs> no, it isn't. It does know a fucking shame. Everything that makes me cry. Shut up. Don't ruin this for me. Don't ruin this for me. 
don't ruin this for me. You okay, can't ruin well, this for me, I actually, guess. because this episode features one of my favorite bloopers of yeah. all time. Yes, we know. So yes. We are going to do a bloopers episode. Soon. Oh, we are going to do a bloopers episode. Yes. And maybe we'll rank the bloopers. Who knows? Mm. No, we probably won't. No, we'll just find like, <laughs> our favorites. But this would, this, would, <laughs> this will certainly be on my list of bloopers. It's one of the best bloopers ever. Number seven, give me all the holidays, Dean. So that's from the season 15 episode, Last Holiday, with mm-hmm. Mrs. Butters mm-hmm. and the bunker and things like that. Where did... Number did this two. Number, number two. That's number yeah. seven for me. Okay. So... Again, this was another one that I really struggled to take Sam out of the equation because mm. I was like, no, it's sad. I don't like it. Yeah. But all of my Sam feelings aside, Dean deserves somebody. Like Mary, fuck her, right? She dipped, right? Mrs. Butters is the mom that that boy deserved. She makes his lunch. She does parties and things. She like, all right, she tried to kill Jack, but that's fucking irrelevant. Okay. We're not even thinking about that, right? And she thought that was misadvised. You know, she was she was doing what she thought was was best. Yeah, I, we hold no ill will towards Mrs. Butters. She's cute. <laughs> Dean deserved this. He gets so little, like actual mm. love and parental care yeah. in this way. I want this for him. Yeah. It's cute. You know, I think of this episode and I always think of the moment at the top of the stairs where Dean claps his hands and Sam's like, what the <laughs> fuck? I want that happy Dean. Okay. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like Lovely. it. Lovely. I love that. Yeah. So number six is Michael Dean, which is the start of season 14. Uh, I put so i put this at 11 but i kind of was was focusing specifically on like the episode nihilism which is in rocky's bar that rocky's right. bar episode yeah yeah okay so i ranked this i ranked this high not particularly because i have a massive affinity for michael dean but again for jensen's acting mm-hmm. we very rarely get to see jensen play dean but not dean Sam, mm-hmm. ha- well, Jared has played Sam, but not Sam mm-hmm. lots of times. We usually get Jensen as Dean plus something. So mm-hmm. it's still Dean, but he's got the mark of Cain or he's a demon or, you know, it's just, it's usually just Dean and then a bit more, you know, he doesn't get possessed. He turns into a demon. So I thought this ranked so high because I thought Jensen did such an incredible job of being Dean, but not Dean. You know, Michael was an asshole, and I'm fully not here for any of the shit he did. Although he did have good dress sense. You cannot take that away from the man. Not take that away from the man. Yeah. But I mean, we're talking about Jensen walking down the street in like a, you know, like a suit and like a, I would call it a flat cap. I don't know what you'd call it. What, what you'd I'll call go it, with whatever you say, because I have no, I can't. You're like, you, I don't know. You know how I am with costumes, so I will not even like start to figure out how to like explain a hat. <laughs> anymore <laughs> well, it's, i think i think it's the finale of of uh season 13 actually and it's michael and he's walking down the street and he's wearing like a really well well tailored suit it's and like a, a peaky blinders cap. look right? yeah peaky yeah. blinders cap mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then his eyes glow blue mm-hmm. and, and he wears that again i think in he wears that again in the beginning of season 14 i think yeah. like the first episode maybe like yeah mm-hmm. yeah but that's that's kind of the scene i'm, I'm thinking of and it's yeah in much in much same same way as when I was ranking my Sams and I was saying, you know, Sam Classic and White Suit Samifer and Plaid Samifer and Meg Sam, they were all distinctly different. Mm-hmm. This was such a great chance for Jensen to give us something Dean but not Dean. And it was so distinctly different. 
Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and I wish I wish he'd had a chance to show us more of that. Because I mean, without without to get too much off track, I think I think Jensen was probably the most worried. I feel like a lot of us were not necessarily worried, but we were unsure of how Soldier Boy was gonna gonna go. Can not say Jensen is a bad actor because he categorically is not. But if you've played a character for fifteen years. Is that going to cast, you know, yeah. people expect and you kind of don't after a while, you're like, can I do something different? You know, and yeah. then not even just for like one episode, like you're not just like guest starring on an episode you're like, you're going to have to create a character, you know, and can you mm-hmm. do that and sustain yeah. that? And yeah, so I, yeah, I, I think it's interesting the way you talk about it. I kind of feel like Jared's done the opposite now. He's focusing just on one character after. Which you know, is fine. All these, all these seasons of Supernatural where I think, like how you mentioned, you know, Jensen maybe didn't get to do a lot of other characters in Supernatural that weren't still somehow Dean, very Dean adjacent. Mm. I think now he's kind of like hopping around and, you know, maybe just trying some other stuff out, you know, just to see. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, so it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. You mentioned Jared, actually. I read a quote like... It wasn't a quote from anybody. It was like from Tumblr. You know, mm-hmm. I can't attribute somebody <laughs> whose name you will know to it. But it was. It basically said that people who have anxiety tend to watch the same shows over and over again because mm-hmm. they're comfortable. They know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel very attacked by this post because I do that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting that you mentioned Jared sticking to us. Like it's not the same kind of role as Sam, but it's right. it's consistent. And I wonder if there is an element of Jared's anxiety, um, not to speculate on Jared's mental health at all, but, you know, that he prefers to embody one role and, you know, feel like he knows it inside out and backwards and this is his comfort space. Yeah. Whereas I think Jensen is maybe like, well, I've done that. Mm -hmm. And now I want to, you know, now I want to jump around. Now I want to guest that. Now I want to do a movie. Now I want to do this kind of TV show and this kind of, you know. Yeah. And just kind of spread his wings. And I wonder if maybe that would have been different if it had been Sam that had always been Sam mm. plus and mm-hmm. Dean that had been Dean, but not Dean, yeah. you know? But I also think, like you said, like it becomes a comfort because I think a lot of people like, or at least like a couple, a couple of people who had worked on Supernatural with Kripke, you know, were kind of like, don't do that that's Dean. Like, you know, like, you know, like Mm, kind of like also giving him a little bit of a push, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta go a little bit more outside the box, which I think is just because like you said, if you do something over and over and over and over again, by comfort standards, it just becomes this thing. And it's just like your fault, your fail safe. And you know, it's going to work because you've always done it this way before, you know, so like that kind of a thing. So yeah, it's, I'm always so amazed at what actors can do um, in situations like that. So yeah, yeah, and how much it reflects them. So my number five is this is another one that didn't make Sandra's list because she forgot how very rude. How do I uh, do this when there are all know. things I would have I done high because I don't, I know. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, Atomic Monsters. Just the opening <laughs> of Atomic Monsters. I for real, I don't even remember the rest of that episode. I just remember <laughs> fucking opening. And I mean, you can't. What can you say about that episode? He's a badass. Mm-hmm. He's bearded. He's wearing a kick-ass scarf. Like, you know, he directed it. Yeah. 
and he's kicking ass. Like, I'm an yeah. enormous, enormous fan of the opening of Atomic Monsters, and I wish I remembered more about the episode, to be fair. Mm. But I know why you don't. Oh, your why fa- don't I remember? Your favorite person, isn't it? Who's in Atomic Monsters? Becky. That'll fucking do it, yeah. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yep, that's, that's why. will in fact do it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that will do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why. Yep. Good. Okay. Yep. So now we know. Number number four. So I actually, I reordered my top four quite a few times because mm. I was like, you can't have those two be together. Um, mm. But you will see they're kind of similar iterations of Dean. But we'll start, we'll start with number four. So Sam, uh, no, Sam didn't fucking anything. <laughs> Sam is a fictional character. Sandra entitled this Baby Dean. Mm-hmm. And I expanded that interpretation Cassandra meant season one Dean I think mm-hmm. but I I expanded that to be the sort of the match to my Sam classic so Dean classic so we're talking anything from season one up to season eight when they find the bunker okay and very similar to Sam when he's not being anything else Dean classic is one of my favorites you know if I needed him or Sam for that matter to be other all the time I wouldn't watch the show would I that mm-hmm. wouldn't you know they are Sam and Dean classic more than they are anything else yeah and I do and I I share the same kind of love between season one Dean in John's leather jacket it's just a little bit too big mm-hmm. no and he's he's not <laughs> he's not broken and jaded you know, and he's still like making wisecracks and and yeah. stuff like that. But he's he's a baby, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I love little baby Dean right the way through to you know, just before they find the bunker in season eight. You know, season eight Dean. He's older. He's wiser. He's more jaded. I still miss the leather jacket, but he's you know, when he's not being anything else, mm-hmm. he's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Where did where did you rank classic baby dean? Um well classic baby dean. So would I just really thought season one, but I, I made him three. He was three in mine. Number three. Yeah. 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 So my number three was Purgatory Dean. Now I like season eight, as you all know. It's got some <laughs> of the best hair. But again, I like as much as I will sit here and tell you that I love Sam and Dean classic, you know, and they're, they're the OGs, and if I didn't love them, I wouldn't watch the show. I fucking really like it when they're dirty and bloody and a mess, okay? And he's so badass. It's also, this feature's a very favourite blooper of mine. <laughs> I swear to God, I should rank the seasons by blooper. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, but, like, I, I, lo- I love everything about Purgatory. Like, the, the you know, the washed out, colors and the like i don't know if they're like meant to be well they're obviously meant to be obsidian but i don't know if they are obsidian but they're like some like homemade janky kind of weapons and dean gets his from a vampire and things and he's just so fucking furious you know and he builds this the enemy of my enemy is my friend relationship with benny it's just fucking cool i just i like it i like it i like it (laughs) Oh, mine was, tw- I was 12 for me. Purgatory that was, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. So I <laughs> went back and forth on these two over who was going to, who was going to take the number one spot. 
But number two is well, we found the Batcave. Dude. Mm. So season eight onwards. Again, mm-hmm. season eight onwards when he's not being anything else. Mm-hmm. In the same way that Sam classic pre bunker was like my one my, my one true love. My <laughs> D- season eight onwards, Dean is my one true Dean love. Mm. Well, I mean, it's not. It's number two, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> you can see in it in this like it's it's just like all the opposites to Sam. You know, Sam never really fully settles to the bunker, and never you know it's it's always just a banal, not home. Mm. Whereas Dean fully embraces it, and he thrives with a home base. You know, yeah. and you again calling back to mint condition. He's upset when there are people in his space, in his mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. which tells you how truly comfortable he is in there. Whereas Sam is like, why wouldn't there be people here? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like it's very kind of like, yeah, why wouldn't there be? Because Sam never truly settled in the mm. same way Dean did. But yeah, so if, you know, season two to eight, classic Sam is my one true Sam love. Season eight to 15, classic Dean. Is my one true Dean love, mm. um, yeah. and I think this was, one. This yeah. was your number one, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my number one, <laughs> not surprising. <laughs> uh, hold my hands up, all right. <laughs> hold my hands up. It's Demon Dean, all right. I know it was on like three episodes, right? But there's like almost fifty k of fake out there based on this three episodes worth of Dean. So clearly left a fucking impression, didn't it? Oh my right. God. I, I I can't I can't say anything more to you. The, the biggest thing I've ever written is based around Demon Dean and mm-hmm. all the ways that he can be cruel and fucked up that the show just didn't fucking explore. Fuck mm-hmm. you, I'm exploring it in Demonic Junkies and I've broken it into smithereens and now y'all are going, if you could fix this, that would be great. <laughs> so don't come at me about not fixing it yet. I'm working on it, okay? But... <laughs> Like what? What else could I do? I couldn't put it anywhere other than number one because then you would have all gone. Well, what about junkies? And I would have been like, Well, what about junkies? You're very fucking right. So, you know, I think you will notice my second favorite for Sam and Dean were classics. You know, when they're not being anything else, it's this. Mm-hmm. And in mm-hmm. much the same way that if Meg Sam, if that episode had never existed, Sam Classic would have been my number one. If Demon Dean had never been a thing, we found the Batcave Dean would have been my number one. But mm. they were. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, Sam are. is the hottest he's ever fucking been as Meg Sam. <laughs> Fight me. And I'm just going to like dump demonic junkies in front of you and go, what else could I fucking do? Yeah. So, yeah. number one, favourite iteration of Dean although it's rapidly becoming my less favourite every time I look at that fucking Google Doc and go, oh, God, it's Demon Dean. It's, you know, we we were robbed of more episodes. We deserved more episodes of Demon Dean, but we got that beautiful gift with the knife out of it, you know? (laughs) And the the murder shirt and the separate hairdo, you know? Like, we all always loved separate Dean hairdo, you know? (laughs) Not that many. (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm teasing. Um, but just uh, again, Jensen so very often got to play Dean plus, but I think he fucking stole the show with Demon Dean. Mm-hmm. You know, he took that and he ran with it. And it is, while it is Dean plus Demon, 
it's as close to Dean, but not Dean, as I think you can get. Mm. And I admire the fuck out of Jensen for his acting skills there. But yeah, that's okay. what else can I say? Yeah, that was number six for me. So still high, but not like... Not the top. Not the top. Yeah. Not the top. top five. So that's... Interesting. Uh, that's our, that's that's my deans ranked against Sandra's deans. Oh, okay, well, I guess we need to put myself in front of the firing squad and, oh, <laughs> and no. start with. Am this. I going to be big? Am I going to be big mad? I don't think so. I mean, I'm hoping okay. not. I don't think you're going to be because I don't feel like you were you were big mad with any of my dean choices. No. But you are Mm-mm. much less. I don't want to say much less rabid about Dean because you can be you're much less. <laughs> Inclined uh, to violence, maybe. Oh God! Oh, Am gosh. I allowed to click in this Google Doc now? Yeah, yeah, you are. <gasps> oh no! No, no! I saw your comment at the end of yours. Oh. All right, hold on. Rude! What's rude? God! Your comment at the end. Rude! <laughs> you can open with that. Display oh. your shame. Okay. So yeah. So right off the bat. As I had stated in my deans, I had some that I had missed or whatever. Carly made a point saying, no Scooby Natural Sam, no Winchester Sam. So I put... I couldn't put a Winchester Sam in there. It wasn't fucking it. it wasn't. Well, I didn't... You I could didn't, have ranked the Scooby Natural Sam if you'd have really wanted to. I didn't put a no Winchester Sam in there because there was no Winchester Sam. But I just put no Scooby Natural Sam. If I was allowed to rank this Sam, he would be in the top 10. Easy. He probably would have been around the same point as... Scooby Natural Dean, just because I was really, I liked seeing them in Rude. cartoon form. <laughs> Rude. I liked the behind the scenes all... of them doing the voice acting, but that's it. I know. I know. Okay. So this is already starting off swimmingly. So this is going to be great. Um, so, uh, all right. So do you want to let me know how they match up in your original? Yep. Okay. So I right. will cover cover that side okay so number 20 is sam with amelia and i just basically put that this was running away sam at his worst in my opinion so i was just not having having any of that great hair just wasn't happy nonsense none of sam's nonsense in that i ranked Mm. this at number 18 okay okay very very similar so number 19 was post dean sam and I, this is kind of a, a theme in a lot of what I write. I just is pretty basic. Like I don't like seeing Sam in pain. And even though I know post Dean Sam had tried to show us, that, no, there's some sweet moments in his life without Dean. I couldn't get past. I think that one, the scene you keep going back to him in the Impala. Cause I think when he was by himself, I think you got to see how much pain he was still mm-hmm. in. And I think it was more about him putting up a front and just doing the thing because his brother told him to. And that yeah. that was really, it's the sacrifice I think that you get to see them both make again and again and again in certain situations. And this was just so apparent. And knowing how long it was for Sam, you know, it might it might've only been like, you know, like a drive for Dean, but it wasn't for Sam. And that's just very kind of, I guess, reminiscent of Mystery Spot, Um, like all the time, you know, that he was dealing without Dean. And similarly, season four, not knowing which direction, 
you need to go, mm-hmm. but just thinking, you know, put your head down, just do the work kind of situation. So where was he yeah. with you? 20, 20. Right at the bottom. Yeah. Um, number 18, I put Stanford Sam. Where was he for you, Carly? 14 for me. Okay. So still pretty close to the bottom. Yeah. And I put just, for me, it was knowing he was putting on an act to fit in and be normal. We've had conversations where it's like, you have to try so hard to be normal all the time. And I feel like he was probably doing this all the time, like what he mm-hmm. thought normal was, quote unquote. And the fact that I think to fit in and be normal, part of his normality was not having contact with Dean. Um, just, yeah, just, it just felt wrong. Just felt all sorts of wrong. So it's a very short amount of time that you see it in the pilot, but I think seeing it, but then seeing how he reacts to Dean coming in, just is kind of rattling for him. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, I can't have these two things happen at the same time. Or they, they can't, they can't bleed into each other because yeah. I don't think he would know what to do with that. And again, I think they, I think that's a theme of Sam struggling for a long time to ending of what does normal, how can normal coexist with what I do? Like it's possible. They just don't know how to do it. You know, like the, cause they keep thinking normal has to fit into this box. It doesn't have to normal is whatever normal is for you, you know, yeah. and being okay with that. And I, I just don't think he, I just don't think he got that for a really long time, just like Dean didn't. So yeah, just wasn't happy with that. Yep. Number 17, Sam in the Mental Hospital, end of season seven. Carly, where did that rank for you? Five. Five. Again, <laughs> I don't like seeing Sam in pain. <laughs> oh, but he looked so good doing it though. But I don't, I don't like seeing, I don't like seeing the struggle for him, mm. you know? And yeah. I, I know we have seasons where that's a priority or a theme. And I just don't like, I just don't like seeing it. It's just a lot for him and not a fan. Um, not a fan of tired, exhausted, no. single layer, sad, sad. No, the single layer would be fine. It's just, we don't seem to get single layer unless he's in pain. <laughs> unless he's fucked. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, yeah. that's super. No, no, so super. Number 16 is Samifer, white suit. What was he for you? Uh, he was 19 for me. He got a better rap with you. Yeah. I was like, get out, of, get out of here. Yeah. I was just like, eh, you know, I wasn't super wowed by, and I think it was just more like this Lucifer, um, like this, this portrayal of Lucifer. He didn't feel as intimidating, you know, as I think he should have. Mm. I, and I don't know. I mean, I, I know people have talked about like, you know, what he was supposed to represent and stuff like that, but he just didn't, he it's just too heavy like, handed. Yeah. I he, think. Just, he just seemed, you know, this is what I'm showing this is what I need to show. Like the show just wasn't very convincing, I think. Yeah. So it yeah. was, I mean, we've, we've talked about this and I want to, I want to make it clear. My dislike of white suit Samifer is absolutely nothing to do with Jared's acting. I think mm-hmm. it was incredible acting. And given the way the show wanted to portray Lucifer, I can only imagine that Jared ticked every single fucking box the director wanted for him. Mm-hmm. My problem with it is it was too heavy-handed. Oh, it's Lucifer. Oh, he's in a white suit playing with roses. Look, he's the antithesis of what you expect the devil to look like. It was just too mm-hmm. cliche mm-hmm. for me. And while I can see 
the direction the show tried to take by having him just be very relaxed and sure that it was always going to end up here, you know, and he didn't need to get angry and he didn't need to fight because it was always going to end in Detroit. Mm. It just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't, Yeah, it just missed the mark a little bit. But again, that is absolutely nothing against Jared's acting. So nobody come for me in the comments saying, oh, you're supposed to be a Sam fan and you don't like why you're Sam Just don't, right? Phenomenal I mean, acting from Jared. The yeah. problem is with the character, not the acting. And I guess like, even though like, I, I mean, I understand like, you know, the white suit and stuff. Like, I think right now I'm just kind of like picturing. So like, are the red roses supposed to, you know, equal like, you know, the apple, you know, that kind of like tempted Eve or whatever. And like, you know, was it a way to just kind of like lull, lull Dean into think, this? It's going to be okay. You just have to be willing to go along with it kind of a situation. And it's just like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's just, I'm just so confused as to what they were going for. Like, I mean, I get what they were going for, but it just, it just didn't stick. Did like, it, I, yeah. I almost yeah. feel like they could have done him. They could have had him embody all of those things, but still you get to see the conniving underneath, you know? And I just didn't, I guess mm. I didn't get that part of it. But yeah, I guess the self-assuredness and stuff like that. But it was just, yeah, it, it was, I, I just had a problem with the character. I just, I wasn't getting it. I wasn't getting whatever mm. it was they were trying to get me. You know, yeah. even though it was blatant, I still wasn't getting it. I was not getting yeah. the, the memo. It You're was like- not working. <laughs> The metaphor is right here, but unfortunately, <laughs> it's not connecting. I see what you're going for, but it's, it's, it's not reaching me, fam. It wasn't so landing. It wasn't landing at all for me. So yeah, yeah. No, that's but you right. are right. I mean, Jared did. Jared did a great job, I think, with what he was tasked to do. I just still didn't get it. You know, it's just like I just mm-hmm. no, like you know, it almost felt I mean, like I'm what never... was the point of the of mm. the scene to an extent? Like you know, I I get what they were doing for the whole episode, but. There felt like there should have been more. Just something. Just, just more something. to that scene. Yeah. Yeah. The only, like, not the only reason that I bring up Jared's acting, because I will <laughs> fight me if you have negative things to say about Jared Padalecki as an actor. Seriously, let's have a chat. Um, it's just because I've I've seen uh, various thousands of conflicts floating around. But it was Jensen talking about how he thought he really fucking nailed that scene <laughs> as Dean and then watching it back and seeing Sam as White Suit Samifer and being like, Jesus, fuck, I might as well not even be there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that was that was his attitude towards yeah. that scene, which was like, I've, I like I busted ass and I thought I'd done a really fucking kick-ass job. Mm-hmm. And then I saw my brother and I was like, Jesus Christ, you know? Yeah. And like, Jensen was coming at this from like, you know, like I called him immediately and told him what a good job he'd done and like, like very much making it clear that there's no rivalry between them, you know, Mm -hmm. and sometimes people steal a scene and that's totally fine, Mm -hmm. which is how Jensen interpreted Jared in that scene. But Mm -hmm. just, I will never have it out there that just because I dislike a version of Sam or a scene with Sam in, it is never to do with Jared's acting. ever. Yeah. So I'm just, yeah. just just gotta put that out there. Yeah. Uh, you could try and see if it goes over well. <laughs> you could see if you, yeah. see, you could see if they get the memo. <laughs> they listen to it. So number number fifteen is 
how Lucifer Sam start of season seven. I don't like seeing Sam in pain. Where this did is the you third time, <laughs> and I'm gonna stop letting you say this after this. You have to give more than that. So, a Lucifer start of season seven. I just didn't like seeing him so lost. It gets to the battling thing again, like the struggle, the struggle to appear normal, you know, but mm. then not being able to keep it under wraps for very long. I know he like struggles. He doesn't want to be babied. You know, and then that's like Dean's go-to and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, the scene where he's just like, you know, in the warehouse, he doesn't know what to do. And he doesn't even think, I think that Dean can help him. He's just like, I just need to, I just need to get rid of it. I just need to get rid of it. He's at the end of his rope. I guess I don't like seeing him in pain and at the end of his rope and not seeing that there's any other possibility or solution. So where was he for you? He was 11. Okay. Okay. Not too much different. Okay. It's 14. I also have another. I do not like seeing Sam in pain in this. It's three Sams in his mind at the end of season six. I thought the acting was great. I like. Oh, no. I've I've mixed that up. Sorry. Hallucifer was number. Hallucifer Sam at the start of season seven was eight for me. Okay. Three Sams in his mind at the end of season six was 11 for me. Okay. And that was. um, I liked seeing him act against himself because i think i've seen him do that in season five in swan song when you know not necessarily against himself but like there's two versions of sam in the scene there's two there's two sams in the scene there's sam and there's lucifer and jared you know playing obviously lucifer and then just playing sam this one it's all these different parts of sam that are trying to come back together again you know it's like do you want to take me in or not or no i just want to be the only one in charge so i do like the scenes but i just i think you commented on the one where he's just totally like he's the wrecked sam that's been in in the cage that's the one i hate seeing the most Mm. because he's like you don't want this you don't want this and just thinking about what that entailed. And we've talked about what's hinted at as you know, what's happened to him in the cage and to know that he's had to, I guess, reabsorb all of that, you know, in sort of like the blink of an eye and what that could be doing to him again, Hallucifer Sam is what we got, you know, at the start of season seven. So yeah, but no, I, I thought the I thought the acting, I really like the forest scene. I think it's when it's Sam, you know, who's still kind of sort of like the walls breaking. And mm. I feel like it's soulless Sam in that scene with him in the forest. Yeah. I really like yeah. that. I like that. I like that scene and they're back and forth. It's kind of reminiscent of Dean and the demon, the the demon deal in dream a little dream like i kind of feel like it's it's very opposing parts that they're facing off against so yeah i like the scene i just i don't like i don't like how much pain you know that this one part of him has had to deal with and what that's then going to do to sam when he gets him all back in so maybe it has to do with knowing what happens too after that you know but then we've got 13 Samifer in Stull Cemetery. 
where which weirdly is 13 for me as well mm -hmm. i think a lot of this has to do with jared's amazing this is what <laughs> this is one of uh, one of my all-time favorite i think acting moments for him um and it's it it covers I think the Stull Cemetery scene from sort of start to finish, you know, when he's first trying to make amends with his brother. So with his brother, Adam, so this is him as Lucifer. Um, mm, Michael then, and Lucifer. Yeah, yeah, to then yeah. beating another brother to a pulp, you know, which what ends up, you know, Lucifer is doing to Dean. And you see all the rage and the just dismissiveness and inconsequentiality of Dean in his mind. And then to see it switch back you know, to back to Sam, sort of like in that instant, which is an instant, but the scene gets dragged out into how he comes back to Sam. And then mm -hmm. where he, when he says, I've got him, Dean. <laughs> Every time I say that, I get chills in my body. Cause yeah. it's just, I just feel, I see that um, he's battling Lucifer in that moment. There's everything, with everything he's got in him and he's winning. You know, and yeah. to be that sacrificing himself for the good of all mankind, to know even if he doesn't think it, he's a hero for that, mm. for what he did. And I definitely, I think it's worth bearing in mind that this scene takes on, certainly for me as a as a Sam, a Sam model, a Sam lover, it takes on so much more weight when you remember that I forget how long season five is supposed to take place over, whether it's just a couple of months or whatever, mm -hmm. but when you consider that for all that time he's been told you can't mm -hmm. you're too weak mm -hmm. you you can't do this you're not strong enough you yeah. know nobody in that whole time frame ever said to him yeah i think you can do this you've got this mm -hmm. um and he still managed to find that strength to take control and save the world yeah mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. Yeah. I just think it adds, it just adds a little bit, a little bit of extra to mm -hmm. that scene to just yeah. think not only is he battling his own literal demon, mm -hmm. but all the voices that tell him he's not good enough as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My baby, <laughs> my baby deserves. So this is probably going to be one you don't like. So number 12 is Sam after Mary returns. Where is, where is that for you? Uh, 17. Okay. For me. I'm just going to read what I wrote. I know Carly hates this for how much Sam has to struggle with not knowing how to deal with a mom. He never knew that's raised from the dead. Um, I admire how he takes on the adult role of trying to understand why she's leaving to find herself. He handles it much better than Dean and is okay with giving her space. I still hate that she leaves regardless. So again, I feel that's like he a, does a better a job of it than... Dean does for for a majority oh, of the season, yeah. you know, and I think that just shows in some ways how much more well-adjusted Sam is in certain situations, not in everything, <laughs> but a little more well-adjusted in seeing the adult, which I think we have, a, I know I have a hard time too seeing sometimes that how we talk about taking Sam out of the Dean equation and Dean out of the Sam equation, taking Mary as a individual character out of how it affects the boys. Sam was able to do that even better than I think we were. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, I just think it's admirable for his but character. Don't you, 
don't you think it's sad that he can do that because he has no expectations on Mary because he's never had a mom. Right. No, no. And I understand. And that's uh, sad. No, I know that. But I'm saying it's also he's doing the thing he needs to do, you know, and Dean's just like, no, I'm going to mope. I'm going to be the baby. That's like, mom, why, why'd you leave? You know? And yeah, well, I think Dean heard that too. <laughs> <laughs> I think he earned that uh, mope. He Thank did. Very much. He did. He okay. did earn the mope. Yes. Yes. So if we're moving on to number 11, oh, we got to have a chat. <laughs> so I, I put Leviathan, <laughs> Sam, I put hate the character. Eleven. Love the acting. And you have him as four. Okay. Okay. I just didn't get any, I just didn't get a lot, even with Leviathan Dean. Maybe it's because in my mind, I'm just thinking, but it's not really Sam. You know what I mean? It's like not really Sam stating those lines and doing those things. So that's, that's, I think what it was for me too. Don't remember this for me. Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) That was my, that was my ranking was 11. And Mm. that's why you're not going to like the next one either. Big mud about the next one. <laughs> because it's the number 10, it's Meg Sam. And again, where where is where is he, Carly, in yours? Number one. Yeah. So again, it's Jared doing an incredible job with the character of a demon overtaking Sam to do all of these horrible things. I and just so hot doing that. I again I understand. Look, I ranked I ranked Dean's for hotness that didn't didn't need to be ranked as high as they were ranked. So I get it. I get it. For me, I just did not I did not like the character. I didn't like what he did to Joe. No, I didn't like what he did either. I so did like I did like, you know, what how he was talking to uh, Dean, you know, like all of those things Like you just, uh, but again, Jared did a great job with it. I just don't so like the character. Hot. So hot. Doing it. Carly will conclude. So hot. So hot. Yeah. You're yep. probably not going to like this one either. I'm just going to get in trouble. No, I can, I can, no, I can see why you've, I can see why you have reached okay. this conclusion. Okay. So number nine is last holiday, Sam, and yours. 16. 16. Mm -hmm. So I wrote, even with all the grump and out of placeness, because he does, he just feels so out of place. I like seeing him showered with deserved attention and not knowing what to do with it. He's like a lost little puppy. He just doesn't know. He's like, (laughs) why am I getting all these things? Like he's so clumsy at normal. And I, I really think that's true. Like if you really look at him, like, I don't know if Dean's necessarily like clumsy at pretending to be normal i kind of feel like he almost maybe does it a little bit easier than sam does sometimes um Mm. so seeing sam be very clumsy at like normal things like a birthday and different stuff like like just being Mm. you know i just think it's cute it's kind of cute to watch (laughs) it really is cute it's cute to watch and that's that's completely the opposite of mine because I'm like, he should know these things. <laughs> it's so unfair that he doesn't know. Yes, it is. It's it's definitely unfair. But then again, I was trying to like do okay, but he's being he's being given the chance to try to enjoy it, and he still doesn't. <laughs> but he looks uncomfortable. He doesn't look like he's having a good time. He looks out of place. He does. He looks out of place. You know. Again, I was looking at like his reactions of like even when like. 
I don't know, Mrs. Butters is going, so you're out on a date. Like, like it's like, it's almost like I want to see what the date was like with Eileen because I feel like <laughs> it would have been just as mm. out of place. Like, like he wouldn't kind of know what to do. And I feel like Eileen would be like helping him, you know, like with, with the dates because you kind of see that a little bit in season 15, like when they're together too, like Eileen and mm. Sam, like you still see the out of placeness, but him trying. So the effort in trying Sam, like, that's what I give. That's like, I, I appreciate that. He still tries, you know, at times he, he may, he makes the effort, even though he's like, Oh my God, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So it's, <laughs> um, it's cute. Yeah, right. I just think it's cute. Right. So number eight is Gadriel Sam. And where was he for you? 10. Okay. Again, Jared, just, I, I will like, I will, every time I watch the season with Ted, I'm like, look at that. Look at that. Like there's a scene with him in the car with Dean where he switches. Yeah. Then there's a scene with him in the bunker where he switches. And I'm just like, that is amazing. That is, there's literally no Sam in there in 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 like yeah. a split second everything the way, he, the way he holds himself his posture like he pulls everything it changes and then he does oh, it again God. and he'll go back and forth and i'm just like and i love it when they hold on the shot like i i love when the director trusts the actor enough that he can do the thing he needs to do in just that moment i think we talk a lot about like jensen's like micro expressions and i don't Jared doesn't necessarily, I think, have the micro as much as Jensen does when he when Jared's acting, but there's mm. there's still this this ability to transform in a different way. He uses all of himself, you know, where yeah. I think sometimes Jensen uses just these little details that come across like a like a billboard sign, like in a way. So their acting is great, but in such different ways you know i think that's needs to be appreciated i think more but yeah i was just i'm always blown away um Mm. on those little those little those little moments with him especially when he's like sometimes like totally good real like at the start of a scene and you just like you could see it right away like before he even says anything you just know it's not the same it's not sam um yeah that it's just it's it's really great. It's really great. The next one probably will be contentious. Number seven is Chief Leader Sam. Mm-hmm. Where are you 15, at? Mm-hmm. 15 for me. So I tried to take it as, again, I was really trying to focus on Sam. Like I liked seeing him step out of Dean's shadow, even if I mm-hmm. hated why he had to do it and what he had to go through in that position. So I feel like he was, okay, what do I do if I absolutely have to do this thing without my brother? How do I do this? And I kind of liked when he took, I think it's like then the first episode of season 14. I hate, I hate, I hated the character, the guy that was trying to do the, um, he was going to be like the new Crowley or whatever. I hated that oh, character. That will be this scene in the bar. There will be yeah. no new king of hell. Yeah. Oh. He's like, or you've got to go through, you know, you've got to go through me first or something like that. Like I liked that. Yeah. That assuredness in him 
that it was not going to happen, not on his watch. That's like something that I feel like too, he probably channeled that like Dean would be like, no, there's no way in hell you're going to do this. I'm not going to stand idly by and let that happen. But again, it was through all of the not knowing where his brother was and stuff. So I get that. I know that he was in pain. I know that he was feeling lost, but I, I was just like, I was proud of him. So, yeah. you know, no, I was I can, proud I of him for doing the thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. So at least I'm making my cases with some of these. I know it's not going to work with all of them, but some I of think them you is might, working. I think you might be past the ones where I would be like, where I was like, you fucking what? With Leviathan okay. and Meg. I think you're okay now. I think you're, I think you're uh, okay now. So number six was Solus Sam. Number three. Okay. So I'm glad he ranked so high. Yeah. Absolute angel that he is. So I I, <laughs> <laughs> I think for me too, like, and again, I'm I'm in season, I'm in the season six rewatch right now. And I'm really appreciating more of what Jared had to do to strip away so much of what we were what we knew of a character and then making us be like, what the fuck is going on with him? Like, you know, and making it so for me, I was so off with the season is start. Like, why is he like, cause it, it wasn't always like immediate. Like, you know, it was like, why no, it is wasn't. He, he was just a bit weird. Why is he saying, why is he, you know, why is he doing that? Like the, yeah. I was gone with him. Like the, the vampire episode with that, like smirk when I was like, whoa i'm like there is something so very wrong with the situation like screaming at him like why the fuck are you smirking about that like what is going on yeah. with you and yeah. that was just made it very fascinating and funny because i think they kind of do like clap your hands if you believe they they give you a yeah. chance to just experience the lighter side of sam without a soul you know where it's yeah. not like the Hashtag most extreme saved. high stakes situation it's just kind of like a run of the mill, quote unquote, monster of the week, but exploring that part of him more mm-hmm. is just really, this is really good. This is really good. I, again, I know we have a lot of problems with season six in general. There are the little, the little gems and stuff that kind of, you know, poke out. And I think Soulless Sam, the way he's explored, was very was just interesting. It just be it I, I just I I enjoy it more all my rewatches now than I did the first time. Yeah, so it's number six. So yeah. five is post bunker Sam. So I have a couple reasons for this. And where where is he in your number list? Number 12. Number 12. So I liked but you make a very valid point, so I will give you that. <laughs> so I like seeing Sam embrace his men of letters origin and kind of how it contrasts and complements the hunter, you know, the dean, the dean part. Mm. So yeah, yeah. I, I I liked seeing I like seeing him just like he's you can't say he's at home in the bunker, but he's at home in the library. He's at home with the lore. He's at home with all of those aspects that makes him the men of letters, I think part of the equation, you know, even if he doesn't think of it as home, those parts are very familiar for him and he's got them at his disposal, you know, like right there, Mm -hmm. like all the time. He doesn't have to go to a library anymore. He's got the library here, you know, he's got all of those things. And I like seeing him play with magic 
and spells. I think you do see a lot more of that um, mm-hmm. post-Bunker Sam. I, I kind of call it, it's his inner warlock, you know, that I, I really feel would have been nurtured under Rowena more and probably was in ways that we didn't get to see because, mm-hmm. you know, she does end up leaving him, you know, her things, her magic, her mm-hmm. spells. And I don't think she would have done that with just anyone. So I think yeah. she saw a potential in him that I kind of, I like, I wish we, I wish we saw more of, but I know it's yes. there in post bunker, Sam. And yeah, Hashtag I kind Sam of, Wiener. yeah, down with the ship. I feel like the bunker, I mean, I'm sure the bunker was instituted for a lot of reasons for the show, just because like, well, we can't keep doing, um, you well, know, we, we can't keep doing motels, guys. We can't keep doing motels. Like if we're going to, if we're going to have a, we need, he, they need a place where we can probably just like make it easier to, to direct episodes, you know, like yeah. they've got, they've got this, this, this spot that's just easier, but I like how it became this place for Dean that he just absolutely adored. And I think for Sam became this very functional place that then benefited his growth in a way mm-hmm. that was that was great you know and he do, he does he is sad to leave it you know at the end but you you could tell yeah. that you know and i think he he's come to realize that it you know it does it, even if he's like grumps about it i think you know and he may not he may not admit it i think that it it does feel a little bit more like home towards the end you know and i think that has a lot to do with dean you know dean making it a home for him too so mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So I've got number four. I've got Sam Wesson from season four. It's a terrible life. And I was surprised by this one when I was really ranking I'm them. I'm surprised. This yeah. was kind of, I think the one that kind of like, oh, huh. Because where did you, where did you rank them? It's nine for me. Okay. And I kind of write, uh, I wrote, I, I love seeing how bored he is with normal life. Look, because like <laughs> when you think about all of the something he'd strived for, like going to Stanford and, you know, he finally gets it like with this angel mind wipe and he totally hates it. He totally hates it. Like, that's the thing. Like it's still Sam. So, you know, how like when I talk about amnesiac Dean, like, you know, Mm -hmm. if you strip it all away, you get to sort of see more of what they would be like without hunting, but it's like, he wants it. He craves it. Like he once once he gets a hint of it, he wants to do it. He's full on and he's having to convince Dean, you know, about mm-hmm. how great it would be to hunt monsters. I also do love just how physically out of place he looks <laughs> in the whole thing. Ted and I were he talking too about large this. Yeah, Ted and office. I were talking about this. I mean, the polo uniform. And then I think Ted was the one that was like, oh my God, look how big he is in <laughs> that little cubicle. <laughs> it's like the cubicle can't, can't even contain him. And it's, it's so it's so representative about how, you know, he's not meant for whatever he considers normal life. It's blatantly obvious by the physical, the physical out of place he is. So Mm. I just kind of really like that deep down, Sam really just does want to be a hunter, whether I think he wants to admit it to himself or not. And I liked that. I like that sort of revelation with his character. So yeah. Number three, Trial Sam. Where was this for you? This was number six. And I can okay. tell you I ranked it number six because he's so sad and tired. <laughs> I love it when he's sad and tired. And you've um, come with like a really, a really good, well-reasoned argument as to why it's here. And I'm like, no, he's just sad and tired. Uh, so I 
the more I watched it, this was like his redo of his redemption arc, you know, uh, from what I think he was trying to do in season four and, you know, season five. Um, mm-hmm. He would have gone through with it. You know, I wrote, even though it failed. Thanks, Dean. Um, but I put, Please you know. dead some. No, like, no, no, fucking no. all right. No, but like in hey, terms of like what, what he wanted, like what, what Sam wanted to do. Like, you know, and again, I think he stopped. He mm. was stopped by Dean. Uh, he's not manipulated or a pawn in someone else's game this time, the way he was in season four, season five. So it's a redo of what I think he was striving for in season four with the demon blood. And I think it's very admirable of him. You know, he was going to give all of himself again for the good of mankind. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I just, and there is that one scene in the hotel in the, mm-hmm. you know, when he's just talking about how unclean he is and like, you know, all that. It's just like, you just see it. But you're right. It, it's he's kind of so cute when he's just so tired and like just so like like I don't necessarily like that he's like in pain, but just like he's so exhausted in some of the episodes. It's just it's kind of cute. It's just kind of cute. But so yeah, trials trial Sam is number three for me. Yeah. Number two, Sam after Jack. Where is so that number for you? seven? Number okay. seven for me, and it got it got inched out by a few of the hotter Sams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that I, you know, not that I don't love Sam as as a parent, but yeah. um, unfortunately, there are more places that he was hot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got bumped down the list. Yeah, I I think this is kind of indicative of what like the parenting role. If he'd had kids with Jack, and I, I liked seeing that expressed because it's expressed quite differently. I think with all the other characters. He wants to see the good in him, in Jack, so badly. And he gives him chances that he wished others had given him. You know, he trusts him to make the right choices. And like you've mentioned before, in like season five, he wasn't given that option. He wasn't given the trust that, you know, he would make the right choice or that he was doing this because it was the right decision. Um, The agency to do that and to, to let him let him make the mistake if he had to, but also mm-hmm. understanding that there was a part of Jack that he knew was good right off the bat. And again, he was taking that from experience. Um, even if he beats himself over the head about it, you know, mm-hmm. there's good, there's so much good in Sam. Um, you know, same thing with Jack. And yeah, Dean can be very stubborn sometimes and you know it's just this very just it kind of bugs the shit out of me too like because <laughs> he can be so black and white at times and then very gray and i'm like dude pick but then sam will do that too sometimes so it's just like i think it's just their thing that you know depending on what's going on in a situation how it's affecting maybe the other brother they can be very black and white and mm-hmm. it, it's it's kind of frustrating but i i yeah same after jack and how he's how he parents, I I really enjoy seeing that. Yeah. 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 No, I, I get it. Like I said, it wasn't it wasn't for dislike yeah. of Sam after Jack, Sam was a pet. There was just hotter episodes that just yeah. needed to be ranked higher because they were hot. I get it. I get it. 
So number one, I did pre-bunker Sam, classic Sam. And that's fair. That was for number you, two for me. Yeah. Number two. I, I just don't got like edged the, out by Meg Sam. Yeah, of course. I don't like the fighting parts with Dean. Like, I don't like any of that. I don't like when they don't agree. I I love seeing Sam smile and playfulness. And I don't think you see that as much when he's older. And mm. I like seeing, I like seeing that lightness, I think, that comes out. It doesn't come out a lot because they're always dealing with some bullshit. But when it does, it's kind of like, you know. I think you call it the sunshine smile. And I don't think Sam gets that as much. You know, like I think you see it more on Jared. So when you see it on Sam, it's kind of it's yeah. just like, oh, like breath of fresh air. Maybe. Like, look at him. Like, yeah. look at him, like enjoying his time and just like being. And I like that. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I have I have no arguments. I have no arguments on your number one. Because okay. as I said, if Meg Sam episode had never been created, that would have been my number one as well. Yeah. The baby, yeah. the baby, the boy with the kaleidoscope eyes. I love that you were like, you know, you brought like some really thoughtful things to, you were like, I need to justify the shower of this arm. I'm going to get shredded. Oh yeah. You know? And, yeah. um, well, I'm not saying you're wrong because I can't, because I'm, I'm still a little bit mad that Meg Sam is like number 10. Like, come right. on now. It's the hottest he is like ever. But again, yeah. I do the same thing with Dean. So like I've got I've got like I've rated him higher just based on hotness that really, you know, I probably shouldn't have done. You know, like really, like if I was gonna like really like rank rank correctly, but like, you know, as as Sam does for you, the hotness for Dean for me overpowers a lot of situations. It's, it so, do. Yeah. It do. But it's 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 really interesting to see, and I, I'm sure you feel the same way about my my Dean rankings, which unfortunately were not quite as well thought out. Um, <laughs> you they were. Kind of like bullet points and shit. It's great. No, it's interesting to it's interesting to see someone else's take on something that you maybe feel like really passionate mm-hmm. about. Yeah, and you're like, oh no, you know, yeah. like, I hate that. Blah 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 blah. And then someone else, could, like Sam after Mary, for example, mm-hmm. I know how I feel about that, and I know that the way I feel about that is tempered by my life. We're yeah. all products of my journey. Yeah, and you're coming at it from a different place, and you see differently to me. And I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not going to change my opinion. <laughs> no, but I I will Mary. say your um your take on Dean after Mary really like kind of like oh maybe i do need to reconsider so you know oh, because no 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 but i mean it's it's the again you're seeing beyond the like me seeing in the moment wanting him to be happy but not seeing why like what yeah. what the reasons were for it so you know i could still want him to be happy but maybe in a healthier way but he's not mm. there yet and this is where he's at so let's give him that little one episode of happy before it all goes to hell again in a handbasket. So it's like that kind of a situation. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I agree. It's very interesting. Cause again, we're, I think we're super, like a lot of people are super protective yeah, of our characters. And yes. <laughs> so to see, see them from someone else's perspective, it's kind of like, mm, you know, but I, I also think that, you know, I, you see things that I need to see sometimes, you know, maybe vice versa. I do that for you. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So no, abs- yeah. absolutely. 
absolutely well, it's uh yeah no it's it's interesting to sort of hand off your like your opinion baby. on the and your baby's like here here go say what you want with them <laughs> please please bring it back at least order them, order them everywhere any which way you want please don't break them don't break them yeah. in the process situation yeah but now mm-hmm. i do i do love seeing you know because you it's not that you're not as close to the character but you you you're not though no you know, it's, yeah. it's not that you don't love sam or i don't love dean it's just you know you're not it's like it's not the same way it's smushed yeah. up against them with your mm. nose hurting like this is my emotional support character yeah, yeah. you know so yeah. it's interesting what comes out from someone who can take that step back and mm-hmm. see the see the bigger perspective and of course it's probably a more fair ranking me ranking dean and you ranking sam because you're not looking at the hotness yeah even though demon you know dean. and i'm not uh, yeah, well, no, but he wasn't there because he looked hot. He was there because, well, there's I know. a lot of reasons why he was there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I didn't, yeah. I didn't shove him at the top because he was hot. Like no, I didn't but I think the time. hotness had a pretty big... <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. If he wasn't as hot as Demon Dean, I probably wouldn't have been yeah. as inspired to write Junkies no. as I was. Yeah. So, yeah. But all good reasons. Cool, all good reasons. Yeah. Yeah. This is cool. So... I mean, let us know what you think of our SWAT rank, I guess. You know, help us, please. Is there ranking rehab? We we might need ranking rehab, guys. Oh, no, I think I think they enjoy it. So, but yes, if you want to reach out to us and tell us your thoughts about our rankings, uh, feel free to email us at idlinginthimpala at gmail.com. You can comment on Spotify and use the Q&A section to share your thoughts. All our contact details are on our website, idlinginthimpala.com. Go check it out. Don't forget to like, comment, share, follow, and subscribe wherever you access your podcast. But especially if you are following, watching, listening on YouTube, likes, comments, subscriptions, all that good stuff really helps the YouTube algorithm all hail its benevolence. We're like 77 subscribers at time of recording. Come on, guys. Mm. 100 by our birthday, pretty please. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Check out the causes that we are championing in the description. Uh, If you want a bit more background on why they are there, you can head over to the website, islandintheimpala.com. There is like a whole new page and stuff. I did it. I'm very proud of it. (laughs) Um, But if you need help from any of those charities, that is what they are there for. If you can help them keep helping other people, that would be awesome. And since... Uh, at time of recording they've just been updated to include ways to support people who are assisting with the current conflict um israel hamas war conflict whichever you want to call it in the middle east so we are championing some charities that are out there on the ground you know helping out the people that are stuck there so just take a look if you can help amazing if you need them that's what they're there for and with that we will say thank you for joining us in the back seat and we will see you next time guys Bye-bye. Bye.